Good morning. <laughs> yeah, good morning. It's, um, it's a little weird here uh, because we're in our regular place, but uh, it's kind of empty. But somehow, I don't know about you, Rick, I feel the presence of people. Um, I don't know how to describe it, but I, I just do. Um, what, what, how many folks are online? So 186 people have tuned signed in. in yeah. Um, yeah, so that's 186 signed in. There's probably, in some cases, uh, two or more uh, yeah. sitting together. It's like a fireside chat. Yes, very much like a without the fire. Without the fire, mm -hmm. and we're not on radio. In that way, it's nothing like a fireside chat. Um, so we wanted to just share some things uh, with you. Um, one of the things we want to encourage in this time is that we find ways to support each other. And so one of the things Rick mentioned in the opening, um, if you are um, particularly vulnerable uh, because of your physical health, your age, um, let us know so that we can be supporting you uh, in any kinds of ways. You know, delivering stuff to your house, picking up prescriptions, um, checking in on you, whatever whatever you need, we want to be there to be able to help you. Yeah, and you can go to care at meethope.org and send an email. Someone will be watching that email address so we can take care of that. If you are able to be a support giver, so you've got uh, some time and a willingness to uh, offer some help uh, to folks in that way, we'd also like to hear from you. And you can also sign up uh, through care at Meet Hope. Mm -hmm. uh, just email us that, hey, I'm willing to help out. Here's some things I might be able to do, and that would be great. Yeah. In addition to that, we also want to be encouraging each other. Uh, we're doing social distancing. We're close. We're, we're very close. But far. But far enough. <laughs> so we're trying to do the six feet thing and, and uh, pay attention to that. Um, but... We want to encourage each other as well. And so um, there's hundreds of ways we can do that. We can still get together. You can get together in your small groups. Some of you may choose not to physically get together, but you can still get together online. Yeah. And we also know people are using the comments section currently on Facebook Live. And so if you have a prayer concern, uh, you can also uh, have that lifted up right then so that folks who are uh, online now could be praying for you. But also we have a staff who are watching that currently and they'll be sure to make sure that we have we're aware of that prayer concern yeah if your prayer concern is something more private mm -hmm. uh you can message us uh, through facebook yes. or you can email just email me jeff at meethope.org uh, and we will be sure to be lifting up uh, your concerns and prayer and while we've decided not to meet as a large group on sunday mornings we do recognize that we we can provide support for each other as jeff mentioned uh for concerning small groups there were some questions about small groups currently we're allowing small groups to make that decision on how and when they would meet uh encouraging of course social distancing which is that new word we never never used uh, 30 days ago uh but uh another thing that another way you can uh, also meet as a group is you could consider using google hangouts or you can uh, zoom and have your group meet that way or maybe this is just a real unique way is maybe just pick up a phone and call someone and uh, just see how they're doing. But really what we're saying is we want to be intentional about reaching out to people. And, uh, uh, you know, this is this is about social distancing, not social isolation, isolation, isolation. 
I've, I added a syllable. You did? Yes, yes. We're trying to keep it simple. Yes. <laughs> okay. I tried. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, and we're going to be doing this, it looks like, uh, next week as well. And uh, depending on what we're hearing from uh, uh, the experts in the field of uh, immunology and so forth, we're going to make decisions about weeks three and four and, and beyond. But this is a great opportunity for us to be together even while being apart. And so I'm glad you're a part of it. Um, actually, next week there may be some changes in the way we do this, but we'll be communicating that with you uh, throughout the week. Yes, yeah, so watch our website, watch social media, right. and uh, watch your emails so that you know what we're doing and, and or what opportunities that we'll have available in the ongoing weeks ahead. Yeah. 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 So we're still going to be uh, sharing uh, a message with you guys, and uh, so uh, Rick and I decided, for this week anyway, to uh, to share it together. Yeah, and so, uh, you know, we're in this series that we're calling Simple, and the scripture that was assigned for this week that we looked at, uh, what, six months ago? Yeah. Uh, while I was looking at and preparing, it's so appropriate and fits so well for our current circumstance. It's something that Jesus shared. Uh, he was talking to his followers, and uh, it's going to be up on the screen. It's from Matthew chapter 6, and uh, I'm going to make sure I have the screen version here, so I'm going to read from the screen. So Jesus says, that is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life, hmm. whether you have enough food and drink or enough clothes to wear. And he could probably have added toilet paper there in our current circumstance, right? He goes on to say, isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? Look at the birds. Uh, they don't plant or harvest or store food in barns, for your heavenly Father feeds them. And aren't you far more valuable to God than they are? Can all your worries add to a single moment in your life? So I just want to stop there and, and notice that, you know, the word worry that Jesus uses, what I think is interesting is worry tends to lead to anxiety, which tends to lead towards fear. And what we focus on tends to be that thing that we worry about. So, you know, two months ago, uh, some of our worries were, would our kid get a B? Uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, what, you know what's, what are we going to do about the next test coming up, you know, if we're in school? Uh, it's interesting how that was our focus. Now our focus seems to be about things like uh, uh, finding toilet paper, getting groceries, and, uh, and, and who, do I, do I need, who do I be near and who do I need to uh, be further away from? You know, how do we, you know, we worry about things like our 401ks now. Yeah. That becomes our focus. And, 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 and what do we do with our kids over the next several weeks? Uh, because now they're at home with us. You know, those are kind of the, those, those worries become, it's really we focus, what we're focused on becomes what we're worried about. And I think Jesus was aware of that. I think, I think, I think I know Jesus knows us. He understands how we're made, that our brains are designed to focus. We can't change that. We're, we're designed to focus. It really then becomes what are we choosing to focus on? And so Jesus goes on and says, if God cares so wonderfully, for wildflowers that are here today and thrown into fire tomorrow, he will certainly care for you. And then he says, so don't worry about these things. Hmm. Don't worry about what we will eat. That is so important in today's world. I mean, 
I, I'll be honest with you, I get up wondering where my next meal is going to be just because I like food. Uh, but I'm concerned about what restaurant am I going to go to? Where am I going to spend my next meal? Jesus says, don't worry about that. What will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? Isn't it interesting how this has changed, this current circumstance has changed that focus? Yeah. These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers, Jesus says. But your heavenly Father already knows all your needs. So Jesus doesn't just give us the, here's what you're doing. He then says, do this instead. It's verse 33. Make the kingdom of God your primary concern. It's about focus. When we can focus on the kingdom of God, when we can focus on being good neighbors, when we can focus on loving God and loving people, when we can put that into focus, make God our primary concern, make the kingdom of God our primary concern, and live righteously. He says, just, just live well. God will give you everything you need. Amen. It's a focus issue. And that's why I think us, our, the, our community gathered together is so important. It's an yeah. opportunity for us to say, hey, this is what matters. This is what's important. Not the clothes on my back, not, the, not where am I going to eat next week, who, who, what, what, what restaurant am I going to go to. It's about the kingdom of God. What can, how can I be a better neighbor in my community at a time like this? How can, I, how can I support the people around me? How can I support my church? And focusing on the kingdom of God, making it my primary concern. And when we do that, when that, when that becomes our focus, um, it settles down the worry. It settles down the anxiety. Mm -hmm. It makes us better able to make decisions and choices. Um, and so there's, there's a very practical side to this uh, as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of where am I going to eat today or what am I going to wear today? It becomes, how can I, how can I serve the kingdom of God today? Yeah. It changes the whole focus changes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So speaking of focus, um, David, uh, in, uh, one of the great Psalms, one of my favorite Psalms actually, um, talks a little bit about focus as well. Mm. And uh, so it's Psalm 121. It's a short psalm, um, familiar, I'm sure, to uh, some of you. But, but Rick, would you read that for us? Yeah, again, it's up on the screen as well. Uh, so uh, this psalm says, I, lo I look up to the mountains. Does my help come from there? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not let you stumble. The one who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he watches over Israel. He who watches over Israel never slumbers or sleeps. The Lord himself watches over you. The Lord stands beside you as your protective shade. The sun will not harm you by day nor the moon at night. The Lord keeps you from all harm and watches over your life. The Lord keeps watch over you as you come and go, both now and forever. So when David's saying, I turn my eyes to the hills, or when I look to the mountains, um, he's speaking as a military guy. David, as you know, was a, uh, was a general, a, a military leader, as well as a king. And uh, so the mountains represent a strategic advantage. 
if you have if the high, if you have the high ground, right? If you have the high ground, you're in a better strategic position against the enemies uh, coming against you, and you have greater power to repel the enemy. So he's, in a sense, he's saying, I'm looking to the strategic advantages that I have. I'm looking to the strength that I have as a leader in, in a military position. But is that where my strength comes from? And so he's asking a very practical question, but he comes to a very profound spiritual realization that really it's not what we would think of that is our strength. It's not our strategic advantages. It's not uh, the things that we um, build for ourselves. So we have these great networks and so forth. These are times, like I said earlier, these are times when we realize how fragile that all is. And so when we look to technology, when we look to our military, when we look to our economics, we ask the question, is that where our strength comes from? And like David, I think we are now reminded that no, my strength comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth, the one who created the mountain, the one who created the world, the one who created the universe. That is where my strength is. That's where my comfort is. And that is the one who I can rely on. He never slumbers. He's never distanced from us. You know, one of the things that um, we have said here for a long time at Hope, and we've been saying it, I've been saying it more uh, over the last month, is we don't know what the future holds. We don't know what the future holds, but we know who holds the future. We don't know what tomorrow holds. We don't know how this virus is going to spread. We don't know what the global uh, markets are going to do. We don't know how um, long it's going to be or uh, issues around our kids, our jobs, all of those things. Um, we don't know the future, but we know the one who holds the future. We know the one who cares for us. We know the God who is our strength. We know the one who will never leave us or forsake us. The God who David pointed to is the same God that holds us strong and secure. So we don't know what the future holds, but we do know who holds our future. That was a great uh, scripture that Rick was sharing with us uh, from Matthew's Gospel. Um, this reminder that the, uh, the birds of the air, you know, God takes care of them, the flowers and the grass, God created it, God takes care of all of that. There's a song, it's just been um, a favorite of mine for the last month or so, I've been listening to it over and over again, and uh, so as we close out our time together, I've asked Susie if she would share this song. It's a Lauren Daigle song, and it's called Everything. So Susie, would you share that with us? <laughs> 